You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. Yesterday, we were talking about um, boundaries between different domains and something like the windowsill that's in the picture here. If there's a ledge in front of a window, private domain behind the window, public domain outside the window and moving objects in and out of that space on Shabbat. We're still in the boundary between different domains and we're going to learn three Mishnayot which are mirror images of each other and which actually contain mirror images inside them. So we'll see this um, this mirror structure inside the Mishnah and we're going to see it from Mishnah to Mishnah and they all relate to private and public domains. And we're going to start off actually with bodily functions. A person shouldn't stand in a private domain and urinate in a public domain. So we're passing liquid from the private into the public. And of course, we've already seen wastewater passing from the courtyards into the public domain. So we know that this is we already know this is an area where the rabbis are thinking about it. And of course, in a um, in a, a the kind of village that the people of the Mishnah live in, of course, they don't have sewerage. So this is an issue. And it works the other way too. Maybe standing in a public domain and urinating into a private domain. And similarly, he may not spit. Spitting is that, is that so that the for as far as the Mishnah is concerned, any kind of bodily fluid transfer, it's if it's coming from one domain into the other domain, it's forbidden on Shabbat. And Rabbi Yudah actually gives a measure of distance. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Af, Mishanit lash rukob fiv lo yalech arba amot ad Rabbi Yudah says once a person's spit is detached in his mouth, in other words, once you've got some spit sitting in your mouth, we don't walk four amot, four cubits, before spitting out. Now, the halacha doesn't go according to Rabbi Yehuda, but the length of four cubits is... Is kind of, is really interesting, and we've seen before that, according to Rabbi Eliezer, actually, but Rabbi Yudah seems to have the same measure in his head. We've seen, according to Rabbi Eliezer, that a person takes four amot. The kind of space occupied by a person is four amot. I think the time you wait after the tefillah before you return to your place is the time it takes to walk for Amot, almost to leave your own space, to, if you like, come out of your space. But anyway, for Amot are the space of a human being. And so if, you, um, uh, if you've walked for Amot, and you haven't spat out, you've effectively left your personal space. That seems to be what Rav Yehuda is talking about, in at least in terms of his, his spatial reasoning in this Mishnah. And even though the Halakha doesn't go according to his to, to Rabbi Yehuda, I, I think the spatial reasoning is something that we've seen elsewhere and is, is worth, worth hanging on to. Now, the Mishnah is then going to go and talk about other kinds of boundaries and up 
top we had the picture of the window and the windowsill. That was above ground. Now, what if we had something like a bar? And I, I brought you a picture of an outside bar here. Please don't pay, take, pay too much attention to the, the, the roof because we want to think about an outside bar where the outside's really outside. So the, look, the bar stools are outside and the kitchen is inside and so you could reach from inside to outside or outside to inside and that might allow you to for example stand inside and drink from outside or vice versa and that's the kind of situation that the mishnah is going to describe next a person shouldn't stand in a private domain and drink in the public domain and so you can see this is a mirror image of the previous Mishnah. A person shouldn't stand in a private domain and urinate into a public domain. And in the Mishnah 6, we got the opposite way around. The fluid is not going out, it's coming in. A person shouldn't stand in a private domain and drink in the public domain. Or vice versa, or stand in the public domain and drink in a private domain goes one boat it goes both ways but in this case of course there's an option unless unless he puts his head and the greater part of his body into the domain in which he drinks in other words the mishnah seems to be asking for him to reach reach over and put his head into the domain where he's going to drink so he can, if you like, bring the liquid across once he's drunk it, but he can't bring the liquid across with his hand and drink it. And by the way, this is the plain meaning of the Mishnah that we've learned, but the Gemara seems to interpret, actually, the view of the Gemara is you can do this. You can reach into the public domain and, and drink. And uh, the Bartonur is quoting, I brought you the Bartonur on the source sheet, but the Bartonur is quoting the, the, the Gemara and says, actually, all this is to do with utensils which are valuable and require his attention. In other words, utensils that you wouldn't want to just leave outside on Shabbat, as perhaps someone will carry them around. If they're valuable, you might want to carry them in or carry them out. But the Bartonura says, and he's quoting the Gemara, with utensils that don't require attention, it's permissible to drink, it's, it's permissible to do this. So the Gemara seems to overturn the plain meaning of the Mishnah. And the Mishnah then goes on to say, And again, the Gemara overturns the plain meaning of this Mishnah and says, here we're talking about Maser, that if you just... Um, uh, stand outside the gas and stick your head in and drink a little bit of wine, you can do it without taking truma maser. And then, again, the Gemara, I, this does not make any sense with the Pshat of the Mishnah, but this is the way the Gemara reads it. And then going back to water and domains, a person can collect water from a gutter this is water falling from a gutter so if you can visualize rain on a roof the water's falling from the gutter 
but he collects it at a level below 10 hands breadths. So the so the, the the water is going to be falling into well we know that the level above 10 hands breadths is a um, is a macompatur, but once it falls below 10 hands breadths, I guess that is already in the whatever rushut that the person is standing in. So he's not transferring it. He's not transferring it from upper to lower. And from a pipe, he can actually drink in any way he likes because the pipe transfers directly into whatever rushut it gives out into. So unless it's not, this is not like the water that's falling out of the, it's it's falling out of the private domain of the roof down into the public space. So uh, he can drink from any way he likes. And then we, so we've got this mirror image of urinating and drinking, and we're going to follow up with the um, we're going to follow up with taking and giving water from and to a cistern. So this is a cistern in the public domain, but it's got a, a, an embankment or a, um, I would say a ridge. A um, It's got a, a, a fence is the wrong word. What do we have around an embankment, uh, around a cistern? We have a, a barrier, basically, a... Um, a trench my words are failing me um it's got a wall maybe the wall is the best way we got a cistern in the public domain and it's got a wall all around it so to stop people falling in and to hold the water in and the wall is greater than 10 hands breadths high it's more than 10 to fuck him high and we know once we're in t- over 10 hands breadths we're actually in free space so theoretically, if you are also hanging in free space, maybe you're you're um, uh, coming from a window above it. You can just lift the water from the cistern into your house, and that's essentially what the Mishnah says. So you've got a well, a cistern in a public space, and it's. Its wall around it is ten hands breadths high, so it's in public space. This um, this uh, this system, chalon she'al gabavs, and now we've got a window which is above it. Mumalin hemenu b'shabbat, we can fill up from it on Shabbat. So I, I, I'm I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that the that the system's in public space. The system itself is a private space, but it's sitting tent fachim above the ground. So as we're transferring from the private space of the system to the private space of the window, we're going through free space. And we can do that on Shabbat, a bit like throwing from a balcony to another balcony, more than tfachim, more than ten tfachim above the ground, which we discussed in the Mishnah of Shabbat. We can fill up from the system on Shabbat. And the other way around, yeah, these are all mirror image um, uh, Mishnayot. We're basically taking water in and we're going to give water out. So we've got a garbage heap, heap in, 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 um, 
in the public space. And it's tent fachim high. So again, it's its own space. And we can pour rubbish water on it from Shabbat from a window above it. And that's exactly the same halacha, but it's the other way round. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. <laughs>